Well, hello there and good morning. It is Henry Harrison. Welcome to another edition of the Spiritual Foundations of Mental Health. Today's topic, the waves inside your heart. Okay, so we are beginning with our with a, another look at, at the basic idea behind the spiritual foundations of your mental health, your mental health, your well-being, your creativity, your ability to navigate your life, your ability to look and see new, never experienced before circumstances is available to you unconditionally. It's not dependent on you having acquired a certain experience in your childhood or it's not diminished or blemished by virtue of having certain experiences in your past. It's not withheld from you by virtue of there being certain circumstances in the present moment you have an unconditional connection to wisdom and resilience and understanding, not necessarily the feelings that you want, but the wisdom and the, the wisdom and understanding with which to navigate your life in a way that, <clears throat> in a way that is um, <clears throat> purposeful and meaningful and deeply, deeply gratifying, even as it could involve meaningful discomforts, distress, fear, internal pain. How does that work? Well, you have feelings, but you are not your feelings. You have feelings and they tell you about the nature of the flow that's flowing through you, but your feelings don't tell you about the world itself. They tell you about the flow that's flowing through you and they do have insights as to how they can assist you in coming to see and understand new things. You might say, I thought about this recent, this metaphor recently, in a sense, you're, you're like a batter in a baseball game. And there's a pitcher who's pitching balls your way. And your job is to stand at the, stand at the plate and be a good player. Now, sometimes being a good player includes um, taking a swing Sometimes taking it being a good batter includes watching the ball and <laughs> letting it pass, you know, um, and we do our best and we often strike out and going further a little bit with the baseball metaphor, you would be considered one of the greatest players of all time. If one out of three times you moved forward in a productive way. And two out of three times you got out that you'd be, you'd be one of the best players of all time if you did that. So we in our lives get feelings that are flowing through us. And some of those feelings are there to, to kind of, to be engaged, to learn from, to move with, to, 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 to ask ourselves, what, what's this telling me? Where is there, is there something here to learn? It's always the case that there's an option to, to consider where is this, the, to, to ask the question, where is it coming from? It's coming from the divine life feed. That, that's always the wisdom approach. But maybe there's something else there to kind of parse through and learn from. Plenty of times, the, the wisdom associated with these feelings that are flowing through us is to let them be literally just to let them be, allow their pain or their excitement or their nervousness their, to pass through us 
acknowledging <clears throat> that all these feelings are coming from a single divine, divine life feed. And as we come to become, as we become more aware of the, of this phenomenon that there are these pitches that are flowing into our batter's box, flowing into our 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 our, our batter's zone. We get to watch our feelings. We get to acknowledge that I'm having feelings, but the feelings are not literally the description of my life and the reality of my life, the hopefulness, the hopelessness. The feelings are feelings. And I get to watch them. I get to be with them. And then I get to have a growing understanding of given that I'm free to be with these feelings, then I have an option. Well, can I learn from them? Do I need to ignore them? Do I need to let them go? Do I need to to, to kind of um, inquire a little bit more? What is this? Like the angry feeling is, um, am I violating somebody? Or rather, am I being violated? The jealous feeling is somebody not demonstrating a certain loyalty to me that is appropriate? Or, or maybe, it, it, maybe it's just... Um, kind of a, a passing cloud. So today the topic that I raised was the, the waves inside you. I want to share with you uh, a very powerful line that I read in a safer called Orchos Tzadikim. It's a classic. Orchos Tzadikim, I guess, can be translated as the paths of the righteous. The ways of the, I'm sorry, the, the ways of the Tzadikim. Orchos Tzadikim, the ways of Tzadikim. It's a, it's a classic and beloved work of Jewish thought and character development from about 500 years ago. The author is not 100% certain. Um, and toward the end of the book, he writes the following line, Thought rises and grows in the chambers of the heart. How? Like the like the like the waves of an ocean grow and um, and and ascend. Right? Let's just look at that one more time. Thought rises up and and um, and becomes powerful in the chambers of the heart, like how kasha yisrom like the like the ways of an ocean rise up and become powerful. So this, I had such an intense and, and beautiful experience yesterday when my, um, when my 11-year-old son had this just extraordinary storm of emotion. He was somewhat, almost a little bit paralyzed by it. It was kind of intense. His, uh, his sad feelings and his sad feelings about having sad feelings his awareness that on the one hand he's got a lot of good things going on, but he he's always he's he feels that they're not the right thing, and then when he feels that they're not the right thing, he feels bad that he's questioned. It was just like this extraordinary tumult, like it was intense to watch. And I'm very grateful because I had uh, the insight to watch. I was really. Now, I'm not saying I know how to do this as a kind of technique because there are times where I don't feel that calm and accepting insight uh, of just let, let's, let's, let's just be with him. There are times where I feel threatened by his intense feelings. 
or any one of my kids' intense feelings or some, or anyone else's intense feelings. There are times where I don't feel, I, I feel threatened. I feel like, no, no, this is bad. I, he can't have these feelings. There's something wrong. There's something wrong with him. There's something wrong with me. But on this occasion, that did not happen. On this occasion, I sat and I I just watched and I, I certainly tuned into him. I certainly was aware that I have the opportunity to be with him and the intensity of his feelings. And I can, I was, I had a deep certainty that this was something that was going to continue to kind of wash and rise up like these waves, like these internal waves inside his heart. I, I was, I had the blessing of insight that it was absolutely the case that this is not something that I need to poke or prod. At a certain point, I became conscious, like, okay, I know this is going to subside. I know this is going to get softer. And then I can ask him, um, how are you feeling? Because he's familiar with this idea that his feelings can come and go independent of his choice, that he's not the author of these feelings. Like, he's heard this from me before, and he's experienced this thought storm experience before. And there was a moment where I was be I became aware at some point I can ask him the question, how are you feeling right now? Whereby he might notice that something shifted. But at the moment that it occurred to me, I could ask him that question. It also occurred to me, not yet, not yet. Because if I ask it at this moment, it's too soon. It just felt too soon. And it felt like it would be kind of a almost like an agenda, like it would be like my, my, the intent behind my question would be to bring him to an insight, to cause him to realize, hey, my feelings are not being authored by me. You know, I did not want to talk to him about how feelings work and how our heart is like filled with waves. I did not want to talk to him about those things in the midst of his storm. In the midst of his storm, he, he really had no interest in, um, in, 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 in any kind of analysis and any kind of looking at his feelings. His feelings were so overwhelming that the only thing I saw fit to, to do was just simply what might be called no saber all to kind of help carry the burden, you know, just to be with him, to physically tune into him, um, and the blessing was with a with a, a, a real appreciation that there is zero to be frightened by here. I care. I'm not unmoved by his pain. He was in pain. I'm not unmoved by his pain. On the other hand, I was not frightened by his pain. And I could just watch him. And every once in a while, kind of where it made sense to check in and just say, whoa, whoa whoa, that's intense, you know, or something to that effect. What, what, what occurred to me as what, what, would, what, what would be communicating, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. This is intense. And lo and behold, after about, I don't know how long it was, but it was not a few minutes um, of like intensity, intense outpouring of emotion sobs and 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 all that good stuff at a certain point he started to breathe differently 
And then this look came over his face where he's like, does it look like I've been crying? <laughs> and I was able to say, yeah, yeah, it does look like you're crying. He's like, what am I going to do? I don't want to be people to see. We were just the two of us talking in a private room. What am I going to do? I was like, well, I think if you wash your face, it's, it's, it's going to look okay. And then that was really the end of the conversation. Now there will be opportunities to check in with him and be safe and say and ask him a question like, "What was that? What, what do you think happened there?" Now I have to be careful because I, I kind of, you know, there's a part of me that has an agenda. Like I want to educate him and get him to this recognition of the nature of how the, the waves inside our heart work. And I don't. It's nice to have a consciousness of it. It's nice to be able to point to it and put a, a words to it. It really is. But it, it can't be done with kind of a, 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 in a, in a lecture-oriented way. Like it's, it's got to be a gentle kind of invitation. Are you, are you able to, is there something that you soften that? Or is there, something, is there anything that you would be interested to share about what you, what you saw? And, and, and then see, you know, the experience itself is what leaves the deepest impression. He experienced firsthand the intensity of a stormy wave inside his heart. I mean, it was just, like I said, it was really powerful. And I'm just going to quote the words of the Orphus Tzadikim one more time that he said, um, thought rises up and becomes and, and becomes powerful in the thought in the chambers of the heart kasha yisromugalayam just like the waves of an ocean rise up um, the very experience just his experience of that and and going through it and coming out on the other side leaves him a different person he can't unsee that that experience he can't unexperience it he knows something about it. Does that mean that he's therefore insulated from ever having that debilitating passage again? I, I don't know. Maybe. I'll be surprised if he doesn't have something of a similar nature in, in, in perhaps a new way. And that is uh, the opportunity of, of understanding these, the, the ability to watch our own heart, the ability to watch the degree to which there is waves that are uh, that are flowing, that are roiling, that are rising up, that are breaking. Um, it's not always the case that the ocean is, uh, is, is, is furious and roiling. It, it, there are times where the ocean is calm. We have a wonderful opportunity to, to fulfill our job in this world unconditionally, independent. Our, our job and being successful at our job does not require a calm ocean. Our, our job is unconditional. We have a job is just as meaningful uh, and challenging in a calm ocean as well as in a stormy ocean because in both cases we have the opportunity to acknowledge where does this energy come from? And is there something, what can it, what is it? Should I engage it? Should I step back and let it pass? Should I, well, let's just affirm the basic truth of how this ocean flows and animates, it becomes animated. And then we'll learn We'll learn in a gentle manner the insights that are available to us by being present to the waves inside our heart.